0: You can accomplish as much as you want, but if in your head you keep pulling yourself down and tearing yourself down and keep telling yourself that it's not enough, then it'll never be enough. The same way you see people who have quite literally not accomplished a damn thing and they're like confident as heck and you're like, what is going on? Hello, hello, hello. My name is Belinda Aramity and I am the host of the Claim Your Space podcast, The Claim Your Space podcast is a podcast for entrepreneurs looking to grow and scale their businesses in a way that aligns with the lives they wanna live. I'm a sales and business coach. I've trained hundreds of people on effective social selling strategy. I'm a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a friend, I'm full of sarcasm and wit, and it's taken me a while for me to own my confidence and my space within my industry. And I'm dedicating this podcast to helping you claim your space own your space, and grow a business that's in alignment with exactly how you want to live your life. It's possible. You can do it. Let's do it together. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Claim Your Space podcast. On today's sales chat, we are going to talk about when you don't feel like selling. So selling is one of those things that needs to happen in your business all the time, especially if you want a six and seven figure business. I mean, Walmart sells every single day, which means you've got to sell every single day. If you have aspirations of having a high six figure or a seven figure business and you can absolutely claim it because you'll be claiming your space. But we got to talk about those days when you don't really feel like selling, especially in the beginning as you're trying to get your business off the ground and you're just trying to get that consistency and that surety in your income, you've really got to sell. But one of the things that people in my industry don't like talking about is that, especially in the beginning, selling can be a grind. Like I've been in sales for more than a decade, trust me. (laughs) I know that it's a grind. So I want to talk to you about what you can do on those days when you just don't feel like selling. Because guess what? (laughs) It doesn't matter how successful you get. There are just going to be those days that you don't want to sell. But unlike when you become like this big business guru who sells like copious amounts of stuff um in the beginning you really can't afford to have days where you just "Eh, I don't feel like selling when you're making six and seven seven figures you're like do what you got to do boo take that day off but when you're in the beginning and you're just trying to make you know a real feasible business you know you take days off it means that you may not be able to you know stay in the black at the end of the month so This is what I want you to do when you have those days where you just don't feel like selling is I want you to play the what happens if game. So you do it in your head, grab a piece of paper. You know me, I love pen and paper. Okay. so you grab a piece of paper and you play the what happens if i don't sell and you're just gonna have a really real conversation with yourself on paper or you can go look in the mirror and talk to yourself like that's between you and yourself i am not judging okay (laughs) sometimes you need to just look at yourself you know but have that conversation of what happens if i don't sell are you going to be able to make rent or pay the mortgage um are you not going to be able to extend your you know whatever it might be, something that matters to you, or you're not going to be able to get a massage, even though massages have become really important to you or manicure and pedicure, or you're not going to be able to go see the hairstylist. I need you to really see in black and white what is on the line. If you don't freaking get off your butt, get out of your own way, claim your seat at the table and decide that you're going to sell your stuff. And by selling, there's so many ways to sell, but that's not what this chat is about. Okay. So what happens if you don't sell? Okay, so I want you to write, write that out. We got to keep things in equilibrium, give it a chance to potentially be balanced. And I want you to write what would happen if you did sell, that if you put in the effort today, tomorrow, and the day after, and you do actually sell to someone, or you get some interest in your business, What are the things that you're going to be able to do? What's the emotional, mental, physical freedom that you're going to be able to get for yourself because you decided not to stand in your own way. You decided to claim your space and you decided that you were going to sell something today, right? Or tomorrow or the day after you're going to start planting those seeds. You can't expect, you know, for you to get carrots and potatoes in the fall, If you don't plant the seeds in the spring, right? You've got to plant the seeds. You've got to do the work. And so I find that when I have this really real conversation with myself, and I used to do it when I was a rep and I'm like, well, if I don't pick up the phone today, if I don't initiate these conversations, or if I don't follow up with old prospects, I'm not going to hit quota. And if I don't hit quota, then I'm going to be put on a plan. And if I'm put on a plan that I could probably lose my job. And if I lose my job, then I'm definitely not going to be able to pay my rent, And when you see, okay, all the negative things, but you balance it out with what happens if I do sell? I get to keep my job. I get to go on vacation. I get to have the manys and petties that I love. I get to go out, you know, to dinner. I get to buy lunch whenever the heck I want to buy lunch, right? You paint that picture and then you get to decide what future do you want? Do you want the future that is on the other side of not selling? Or do you want the future that's on the other side? Of selling. I know what side that I always choose every single time I do this activity, but sometimes you need to see it in black and white. And it's okay if you choose that you don't want to pay your rent at the end of the month. Like, that's fine. But at least then it's a choice and you're not going of, off of, oh, do I want to sell or do I not want to sell? You're not always going to want to sell. But if there is this aligned life that you're working towards and you see and you remind yourself that it is there, And that you're not doing anything to get there, that might get your butt up and ready to have those conversations that maybe you were afraid to have five minutes before starting the activity. So I hope that helps. I hope that kind of gets you in the mode because guess what? You know, whether sales gurus like myself want to tell you or not, and I will keep it real with you guys, you're not always going to want to sell. So play the what if game and see if that gets you doing what you need to do because you know what you need to do. All right, let's get into the episode. So today we're going to be talking about accepting yourself so that your clients can accept you as their business partner. So what I found out really in 2020 is the entire world was falling apart and I felt like my entire world was falling apart. Didn't we all? (laughs) It was like, oh, what are we going to do? And we're in 2021 and I live in North America and it still feels like not much has changed. But um, I found that my business took off when I finally accepted myself for who I am, how I do things, what I'm good at, and being freaking proud of who I am too. And that's really where and how Claim Your Space was born, this entire thing that is now really growing into this movement and this like mission that I have. It's always been there, but now it's got a name. And I just feel like when something's got a name, (laughs) it just becomes that much more real, right? So I not just, I don't want to just talk about accepting yourself so that your clients can accept you in business. We'll touch on that in a little bit, but I want to talk about the things that you can do to actually do that. Because excuse me, because what I found is that life is about energy and money is just a transfer of energy. Like I'm giving you the money that I put effort in, in order to get. And so I'm hoping that when I give you this money, you're going to give me something in return. And so if I don't feel confident and sure that you're able to give me what it is that I'm looking for, then I'm not going to invest with you or invest in myself by investing with you. But what happens on top of that is that if I feel shaky, if I feel unsure, so it's it's funny because in the last episode that I recorded of my podcast, um, I used a car analogy and I'm going to use another one today. So let's say you're buying a used car and you go to the person and you're at their house and they're telling you about the car and they're just acting real shifty and you're feeling really uncomfortable and you're like, how many miles does it have on the car? And you're like, I don't know. And you're like, you know, when was the last time you did an oil change? Like you're asking basic questions and they're just giving you really shifty, not sure, confident answers. You all of a sudden, don't feel confident in buying this car you're like listen i've i've saved up $5000 i want to buy a car but there's something about this person's energy that makes you feel uncomfortable and i've mentioned this in a previous episode i'm going to mention it now it creates a confused mind and a confused mind never buys so when you learn to accept yourself you become more confident your your prospects feel that when you when they have interactions with you. And when you're proud of who you are and the services that you offer and how you help people, that energy makes people feel confident in you. They feel more sure and they want to do business with you. So how can you learn to accept yourself so that your clients can accept you and your business can accelerate and take off? Number one, I really suggest hiring a coach or a therapist to help you work through your ish. This one's really, really important. So it's no surprise to me now (laughs) that my business really took off in 2020 because in the early parts of 2020, I invested in working with a spirituality coach and she helped me in a lot of things. She helped me in my relationship. She helped me in process, a lot of that inner child stuff and just all the trauma that we typically have as humans um you know just going through life and trying to navigate it and in working through my stuff I became more confident it's why I wanted to work with her and I just think that when you have a lot of baggage people can see it it's like showing up to the airport with eight bags like everyone can see that you've got apex like you're not hiding anything you're carrying a lot and so we tend to bring with us into all of our interactions all of our bags like don't like you might be able to separate professional from personal, it all happens. But it's like, when you have something that goes on at work, you bring it home. And oftentimes, when we have things going on at home, we tend to bring it at work, there's no separation between church and state, you know, work life versus home life, like everything's all integrated, especially because of this pandemic. So, you know, like, you don't want to have these negative things and experiences and, and just ish that you haven't worked out that you're bringing into your conversations with your prospects you're bringing it into the way that you're sewing up on social media so i highly suggest hiring a coach or a therapist someone who's like trained and knows actually what they're doing because listen you know as well intentioned as your friends may be if they're not really smart they can give you really bad advice (laughs) and just some of the stuff it takes that committed effort between you and somebody else and not people finding and figuring things out in pockets of time so number one hire a coach or a therapist to help you work through your stuff. Number two, start a gratitude journal. So this is something I actually started and really implemented a couple of years back. And it's really easy as you're growing a business to focus on all the things that aren't working for you and being really frustrated and just wanting to throw everything like your computer and your phone out the window and saying, you know what, being broke really isn't that bad. And I can confirm to you that if you have never actually been really broke, it sucks. So don't do it. <laughs> keep your phone and your computers. You keep chug, chug, chugging along. But I say that you need to start a gratitude journal because we all have things that we need to be grateful for. But sometimes it's really hard to focus on those things, because, especially when everything seems to be falling apart. So start a gratitude journal. For me, it was really hard. I didn't start my gratitude journal because of anything that I was dealing with at home um, or like in my business, excuse me. It was just a lot of personal stuff that I was trying to unpack. So for me, um, what I did is like this is an activity that I started again years ago and I was working through some stuff and it was really hard for me to find three things to be grateful for. I was in that negative of a headspace, but I forced myself to come up with at least three things that I could be grateful for. And I did it every day and it was really, really hard. It was really hard and I didn't understand how it could be so hard, but just take time or you can really focus and appreciate what you have and you know, just be happy that it can be as simple as I'm happy that I have an idea for a business. I'm happy that I have the, that I've gone through the experience and the expertise um, that I have in order to have a service that I can sell to people. And number three, it can be, I'm happy for the people that I have transformed their lives. But if you're looking to accept yourself being grateful for who you are right now and not, who, not being impatient as to who you aren't yet. It really, really, really helps. So another thing that I talked about in my mastermind and something that I often forget to do because I'm so tired at the end of the day, but it's really important. I started it when I just wanted to really encourage moms to like see how much you do in a day. It's really easy to forget or to look at all the things that you haven't done, but it's important for you to also pay attention to the things that you have done and things that you have completed. And so number three, write down your daily accomplishments. What are the things that you did do? Okay. So maybe you didn't end up, you know, selling and, you know, a new client that you thought that you would. Okay, fine. That's something that didn't go well, but what did you accomplish? Did you send out five emails to you know, to potential new clients. Sure, your goal may have been 25. But if five is all you did, then that's something that you did accomplish. Again, if you want to feel more confident, it's it's the whole, you know, um, positive attention versus negative attention or positive punishment versus negative punishment. There's multiple ways that you can make yourself feel bad, or you can choose to use that energy to uplift yourself. So, Take some time to go think at the end of the day, even if it's really quickly, you're just jotting it down in your phone, writing it down in the same journal that you use to write your, what you're grateful for. Write down the things that you have accomplished so that you remind yourself that, hey, I might not be getting it all done, but I am getting something done. Okay. Number four is really, really important. And you need to evict crappy people from your personal life. The people who don't encourage you to go after your dreams, the people who tell you you can't do it. I mean, so much of confidence, I wouldn't even say so much, all of confidence is in your head. I mean, you can, you can accomplish as much as you want, but if in your head, you keep pulling yourself down and tearing yourself down and keep telling yourself that it's not enough, then it'll never be enough. The same way you see people who have quite literally not accomplished a damn thing, and they're like confidence as heck and you're like, What is going on <laughs> because confidence is all in the head, and you what influences our head is the people that we're around they have that um that quote, and I am probably butchering it, but it's you know you're the sum of the five people that you spend the most amount of time with, and that's so true. you'll see that. You know, when people are in relationships, they start behaving like each other. They start changing the way that they think because you spend so much time with that person. And so if you have people who aren't encouraging you, that are making you feel less than, that don't make you feel like a super person, then you need to get rid of them. Like, you're the, you're in charge. You're the one who gets to decide who plays a feature role in your life and who doesn't and so you need to take your power and you need to get rid of people who just don't make you feel good and you don't have to explain it people don't have to understand they don't understand like that's a them problem that's not a you problem so you just need to evict say you're not allowed to live here anymore you're not allowed to take up any space at this table you are not claiming any space here okay because i'm claiming the space and i don't want you sitting at my table anymore And that's just what you're going to do. Evict crappy people from your life. And the last thing, and I think this is really, really important. If you want to feel more confident about yourself and accept yourself for who you are, is you want to scrub your social media of people who make you feel less than, okay? They may be doing it on purpose. They probably are not, okay? But you need to unfollow them or mute them, whatever it is that you need to do, to get them out of your social media space. You are in charge, just like with people who are in your life. Social media is part of your life. It's quite literally on your phone. Like it has the same amount of access to you, sort of, as a friend who has your phone number or who can text you and, you know, just incessantly bother you. So, I just want you to be really careful about who you're allowing into your social media bubble. If you're afraid to unfollow because you don't want to offend anyone, that's fine. You can mute them, which is an amazing feature like, hello. Um, but you just want to make sure that when you go on social media, especially I find on Um, Instagram, but I've even done this on LinkedIn that you've got to own this space. You've got to own the fact that it is your social media space and you can't control what people choose to put out or the ways that they decide to celebrate their wins. And if those wins make you feel less than, if you don't feel like celebrating their wins, that's fine. You don't have to just mute them so that you don't have to see their wins and you can focus on creating your own. And then you can do an audit in three months time, six months time and say, hey, do I want to unmute their stuff? And if you don't, because you like the peace and serenity that you have mentally, then go do that because that's super important. That's what, that's what matters. Okay. Your peace and serenity matters because when you feel peaceful, have you noticed peaceful people are confident? Like they just are. (laughs) So if you want to accept yourself, It's you really got to think about who on social media is triggering you to feel less than. I'm not saying it's their fault, so but I am saying that you just need to make sure that you don't give them the space. You don't allow yourself to be put down, pull excuse me, pulled down to a lower vibration. It doesn't matter whose fault it is. All that it matters is that it's happening. So what are you gonna do about it? All right. So. that's it a pretty quick and dirty episode about accepting yourself so you can feel more confident so that your clients accept you and they end, end up wanting to do business with you so number one I said hire a coach or therapist to help you work through your stuff okay number two get a gratitude journal even if there's only three things and it's really hard it's okay stick with it I went from only being struggling to do three things that I'm grateful for in a day to literally being able to write pages of things that I'm grateful for. You're training your brain. Number three, similar to having the gratitude journal, I want you to write down your daily accomplishments. Stop focusing so much on the things that you didn't accomplish and start patting yourself on the back for the things that you do. That encouragement is often what you need in order to propel you through the next day. Number four, you need to evict Crappy people out of your life, they have no place. Do not allow them to claim space in your life. This is your table. You get to decide who comes out at the table. They are not allowed. Tell them to go and number five, I need you to scrub your social media of people who make you feel less than it doesn't matter what their intention is it 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 makes no different difference. You need when you open up social media that you feel uplifted. you feel excited, you're happy to be there, and you're happy to show up so that you can claim your space in your industry as the foremost expert that you are. Anyways, that's it for today's episode. Really quickly, I want to talk to you guys about something super exciting that we are doing here at the CYS Enterprises. I just made that up. Um, no, but seriously, we're going to be having a free masterclass all about how to sell more confidently ties in really nice with this episode, right? So I want you to join us, check the show notes for all of the details and for you to be able to sign up and you can watch it live and participate and learn some stuff me and I hope that you will. Um, And as I always say, I hope that you found this episode useful or helpful in some way. And until next time, I'll talk to you guys later. Go check out the masterclass; It's free and I hope that you'll join me. Take care. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Claim Your Space podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, I'd love if you would subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you happen to be listening to your podcasts. And if you really, really liked this episode, I'd appreciate if you left me a rating on iTunes. I hear it does some really good things for the algorithm and for you to tell an entrepreneur friend about it too. And if you are on Instagram, I'd love for you to take a screenshot and to share your thoughts with me over in an Instagram story. Uh, You can find me at Belinda.Ramity. And if you are trying to figure out exactly who your dreamy clients are, I invite you to download my free dreamy client mapping worksheet. All of the details, including my Instagram handle, can be found in the show notes. So I just want you to remember that this is your time to claim your space. Have an absolutely fantastic rest of your day. And thanks again for joining me.